Hey, this is Jim, and you're listening to the podcast edition of the Jim Toth Show. Hear us live weekday afternoons from 1 till 3. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the program, and welcome into the show, Elizabeth Saftiak, Vice President of Policy and Government Relations with the Manitoba Chambers of Commerce. Elizabeth, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, thanks, and thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on today, and we're just talking about uh, the long weekend coming up and all the cottage country businesses, restaurants, stores, uh, what have you, and, and how they're doing for staffing. And it seems like it's it's the same issues that we're seeing in the city. Uh, let's just maybe start overall what you've heard over the summer from, from your members and when it comes to filling positions. For sure. Um, in our conversations with business leaders, uh, we know that they're experiencing skilled labour shortages uh, and workforce challenges that they haven't seen in years. Um, this has been an ongoing challenge, but of course the pandemic has made these challenges even more acute, and that's province-wide, as you were mentioning, not only in the city of Winnipeg, but all over the province in rural Manitoba as well, including cottage country. Um, when we last surveyed our members on this very issue, Manitoba businesses identified employee recruitment and retention as their single greatest challenge. Uh, And when we surveyed them, over half of respondents told us that the situation related to access to skilled labour had worsened compared to two to three years ago. Um, And so really what this means in reality, um, and I'm sure what you're hearing as well, is that many businesses are forced to operate at reduced hours because of the labour shortage. Um, Just this morning, I was listening to your program I mean, you had a business owner and a Chamber of Commerce member from Gimli, and uh, she was saying that at the beginning of the summer, there were somewhere around 100 vacancies across many sectors, but that was predominantly seen in food services and hospitality. And this is very much indicative of what we are seeing elsewhere in the province. Uh, Businesses simply do not have the requisite staff to fill all regular shifts, and as a result, they're either closing earlier uh, or they're operating for fewer days during the week. So that's the part of this that stood out to me, Elizabeth, is everything the businesses have been through uh, with the pandemic and not being able to be open and when they are, the mandates and all that. And here we are that that you have less mandates than ever. You can get back at it. I understand, like, you know, we're used to having seven employees. We only have four, so can you have some patience? I just think it's devastating for these businesses to say, we, we can't be open till 10, we have to close at 5. Uh, It's absolutely devastating, and that's particularly so when we're seeing more and more events happening now. Gimli is a great example. With the Gimli Film Festival last week, I was out in Gimli for that. Um, We went to a restaurant that was open quite late, and we were able to go right from there to the movie, but there was a notice on on the window looking for staff of all kinds, front house of staff, back house of staff. Um, and uh, but there were other businesses along the main drag that were closed early uh, because of that. So it absolutely is heartbreaking. So along those lines, uh, and I know this is a question we've asked so many people, including the owners, and the owners ask us, but where is everybody? Where is the people that would normally be working there? And, I, you know, we often refer to kids. I don't think it's just kids. It could be university students. It could be people just this is a seasonal thing, and, and I love being out there in the summer, so I'm going to take a gig doing this three nights a week. It could be anybody, but where are all the employees? That's really the million-dollar question that we've been trying to answer. Um, You know, and while we are feeling these acute labour shortages in Manitoba, it's important to note that this is a trend that we're seeing across the entire country. So to answer your question, I mean, the workforce is ageing. Employees are retiring in higher numbers. 
um, we rely heavily on immigration in Manitoba to fill our labor force demands. The last two years were really difficult for a multitude of reasons, but a slowing of immigration has had a significant impact on the Canadian workforce. Um, credential recognition, that's another important topic, I think, along the lines of this discussion. Um, we are losing population in Manitoba between 2011 and 2021. On a net basis, we lost approximately 70,000 people to other provinces. Um, you know, we also know that during the pandemic, uh, many people took the time to reskill, increase their credentials, uh, go back to school. So it's very possible that some employees chose to leave certain industries or certain sectors, uh, reskill and find work elsewhere. So we don't have, uh, there's no magic bullet. Um, we don't know the exact answer. I think it's a multitude of reasons likely that have led to the shortage that we are seeing in the province today. The stat that stands out to me about that is the 70,000 people who left the province. And I'm wondering if that is um, you know, it, it, during the pandemic, not being able to see family, not being able to maybe those people that always said, you know, I'll retire out west or out east or just simply this is where my kids are and maybe I'll go out there. or This is where my parents are. Maybe I'll go out there. The, the 70,000 that left, that's the first time I've heard that stat about about staffing issues. Uh, well, so that's a Statistics Canada number. And oh, so okay. this is indicative of, um, the, you know, the net basis of uh, or the net loss uh, of population during that 10 year time frame. So that could be for a multitude of reasons. Um, but that's right from Statistics Canada. But I suspect that in part, you know, that could have played into the workforce shortages that we're seeing in Manitoba. It's very possible. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we feel uh, that this needs to be a priority for the federal and provincial levels of government. I, I think that they have heard this from the business community. They, they have prioritized this, but, you know, a solution uh, is likely multifaceted. It will likely include immigration, skills training, amongst other things. Uh, but at the end of the day, it is so critically important uh, that government increase investments in education and training with a specific focus on attracting workers uh, from around the world to fill labor gaps. And the consequence of not doing so is that we risk slowing the economic growth of our province and the growth of our businesses in Manitoba. Um, but, you know, to be clear, there is no easy solution to this, uh, and this will not get resolved quickly. Uh, but we feel that it needs to be at the very top of the priority list for government. And so the other thing I wanted to ask you about is, and maybe I was naive with this, I just thought these cottage area positions and, and people going to the lake and how families often, you know, have their teenagers just stay out there for the summer. I thought this would be different compared to what we've seen, you know, through the the winter and everything for staffing. Does that surprise you that, um, or maybe it doesn't, that these areas um, for the summer destinations are, are struggling just as much as the other areas during the normal time of the year for employees? Uh, it is surprising to me, um, but I think a lot of what we've seen is surprising. The trends that have changed in workforce are somewhat surprising. Um, we don't really know where all the staff have gone, whether they're choosing uh, not to work, whether they're choosing other sectors. Um, we just know what the impact is on business, and it's serious. Um, and this labor challenge is affecting our economy. And, you know, particularly for businesses that were facing restrictions for the last couple of years, finally, they can open without restrictions uh, and they simply can't operate at full capacity because of a labor shortage. So it's a really serious issue. It's affecting all parts of our province. 
uh, and it's something that needs to be an absolute priority for government and for our business community uh, as we look to find a resolution to this. And finally, I would presume this is an overlying message from most of your members, but just the idea of having patience, whether it's this weekend or um, going forward, when when staff is short, it just uh, I think consumers need to just be a little more patient with the people that they're they're dealing with at these businesses. Oh, I think that's absolutely the case, and I think that you know consumers um, began to have patience during COVID. There was an understanding that businesses were doing the absolute best they could, that they were working over time to fill needs of consumers uh, and agreed. We're certainly hopeful that consumers throughout the province will have patience, uh, and I think they do and will. Hi, Elizabeth, I really appreciate the insight here, some good information and your time as well. I hope you have a great long weekend and uh, enjoy, and thanks for this. Thank you very much for having me. Take care. Elizabeth Saftiak, uh, Vice President and Policy of Government Relations, Manitoba Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> Uh, my friend Tom, Tom uh, texted me and said, uh, Sandy and I just spent three weeks at Alberta Beach. Uh, Safi's is great. And this is the owner we're going to have on next. They said Safi's is great. It's at Alberta Beach. It's a general store, but they also own La Guter, a restaurant across from Safi's. Great food, ice cream. And then Tom says, yes, ice cream is a food. I sure hope it is. I hope it's one of the four food groups, Tom. And then he says, excellent open mic nights, great services at both places. So there's a big fan of the owner of Safi's, uh, Lise Barassa with her husband, Jerry. Lise, good afternoon. Thanks for joining me today. Some kudos coming in when I said you were coming on the show for all your businesses. Oh, thanks. Yeah, good to know. Um, Let's just start with Safi's General Store. When did you take it over and how's it going this summer? Uh, We took over Safi's in 2007. So this is our 16th summer. And, um, yeah, it's been great. We have incredible community um, support here. And uh, this summer, it's been, it's been a good summer despite the, the, the weather is <laughs> the big thing. Um, uh, we were actually pretty lucky during COVID that a lot of people isolated here at the beach and um, were able to, uh, we were able to thrive more than anything during COVID. Um, and the summer, uh, I think a lot of people are staying close to um, Manitoba with the gas prices up as high as they are um, and have continued, you know, just staying here at the beach. So it's great. That is a, a good feel-good story then that you were busy during the pandemic because um, I guess most people, if you're going to have to isolate, might as well do it out of a beautiful place like Albert Beach. But but also just in general that you were busy over that time. How how busy are you this summer? Maybe compared to the past two. Um, we're slower than last year, um, uh, but uh, we're busier than pre-pandemic. So a lot of people move, end up moving out to the beach, so the population is kind of changing out here. Uh, a lot more people are commuting um, or just working remotely, and so they're able to actually stay at the beach and have made this their permanent home. So. It's, fantastic to have so many new people in the community that's great how has your staffing been this summer has it been a struggle to get employees uh we're very lucky um with our businesses we have about 69 employees this year um but i would say we only have 10 adults the rest the average age is 16 we have some that are 14 15 16 and then very few 17 18 19 year olds so uh, trying to get adults is very difficult. Um, every year we're always 
struggling to, you know, find supervisor level employees. Um, just because we are seasonal, uh, most people want a year-round job. Uh, so, um, like Safi's is open year-round, but the rest of our businesses are only open during the summer months. So it, it's difficult to find adults that just want to work, you know, a few months of the year, which I, I totally understand. Um, but we are really lucky. We have amazing students that come in every year, and uh, that's kind of like their first job placement, and we love being the first employers and really kind of working with the students to, you know, show them what needs to get done. Right. Who's your favorite employee? No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to put you on the spot <laughs> like that at all. Um, but we are talking to, to businesses, especially out in the Interlake, the cottage country, the beach areas, and just seeing how they're doing with employees. A, a lot are struggling, and, and I understand what you're saying about adult ones. It's it's That's what we're seeing across the province in most industries. Um, but it's on the flip side, I, we're hearing that you have more student um, employees than what other businesses have too. So I guess it's kind of a, a little bit scenario for you and your store. Yeah, I mean, we're lucky, but we are relying a lot on very young staff to be able to, um, you know, be responsible for stuff that normally we would have older employees do. Um, and they're coming through for us, but it's still... You know, there's some shifts that I really only need one employee per shift, but now I have two employees, so my costs have increased tremendously um, just because I need two employees to be there. I I wouldn't put a, you know, a 16- or 17-year-old by themselves in a store, whereas I know with an adult, they could have handled it, you know? Right, yeah, I get that. Yeah, for sure. So, so you know, our costs are definitely higher, and it, it does make it more difficult. How about the restaurant across the street from Safi's, and how's that doing in, in employee-wise and just business-wise? Um, it's the same as the stores. Uh, right now we currently have just, um, we have two adults, actually, no, three adults that work in there. Um, one, you know, one that is a main uh, supervisor, but other than that, it's all all students under under 17 years old pretty well. We have a couple that are, you know, in there, but uh, there's like about 30 employees, um, so it's just uh, with all you know with all the students, and every year it's you know training new staff and you know teaching them how to do it, and then all of a sudden you know you have two months, um, and then they leave, right. <laughs> and then the next summer it's training new staff, so it's always a that challenge in you know in May and June when they're only there for weekends occasionally. Um, to train them so in July we can be full force and have like everybody in place knowing what they do and knowing what to do and so it's definitely a lot of work whereas if we had you know employees that you know were there all the time but we, we are lucky most of our most of our students stay with us at least two three years so you know it gets easier. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you do you think this will change? Because it sounds like prior to the pandemic, maybe you had a lot of repeat employees, at least for a, a couple of summers, and now it seems that's going away. Do you feel that that could change going forward, maybe after this summer? Well, usually um, what happens, you know, our, our students stay, you know, they start when they're 15, and then by the time they're 17 or just graduate, you know, graduated, they want to do something different. They want to be in the city, not necessarily at the parents' cottage, um, and so that's when usually we, you know, we lose them to something, you know, different, which we totally understand. 
um, that situation. Um, but during COVID, we had a lot of students that end up staying like four or five years. And so this was our big year where a lot of students now have decided this is the summer they're traveling, they're going away. So we lost probably half of our staff from last year. So that's when, you know, you have a lot more training. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I, I do want to get to the campground because that's a different business for sure. But I do want to touch, you also have the Victoria Beach store. Is it much the same as you're seeing at the other two businesses we just talked about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So fair to say. I mean, they're not too far away, Albert Beach and Victoria Beach. So I would assume it was the same. So let's get into the Grand Beach campground. Um, what kind of uh, a business is it? How different is that compared to the store clearly? And how many employees do you need for that? Uh, the campground store we took over last year, and um, it hadn't been open for a couple of years, so it, it's, uh, you know, we're just learning, and people are just learning that it's open, um, and uh, uh, we've, there again, I only have one adult, and so I'm relying really on youth to be running the store. Uh, they're doing a fantastic job, um, and yeah, it's, it's it's great to be right in the campground, um, you know, especially COVID, I think a lot, you know, introduced camping to a lot of people. And I think it's, you know, the trend is continuing this year and the campground's fairly full. So we're hoping that, you know, more and more people learn that the campground store is open again and and there's lots of stuff in it. What's nice about having Safi's general stores we're able to bring to Victoria Beach and Grand Beach and then reabsorb products at the end of the season so we don't have you know we have a really good range of products in the store whereas if you have you know only three months to be open you usually have very limited stock right yeah we tend to have full shelves right till the end and your general store like has accounts too for the people in the area, right? So there's that that makes it very customer friendly, also as opposed to always having to. I remember just coming in there a while ago, well, a, a year or two ago, and I forgot my wallet, and so I did like about a month later. My buddy called me and said, "Did you charge a bag of cheesies to my mom's account?" I'm like, "Sorry, I forgot my wallet." So <laughs> yeah, we do, especially at Victoria Beach store. You know, the grandparents. Uh, like to have accounts and send their grandkids to get their candy and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So now I'm like a 14-year-old. I appreciate that. That helps. Uh, well, this has been really interesting, and I appreciate you sharing this information as we delve into this, and, and especially with the upcoming long weekend. What are you expecting for this long weekend? I'm hoping there's going to be sun. Um, but, you know, either way, people still come out to the cottage. Camping is a different matter, so we're very dependent on weather. Um, as soon as it starts raining, a lot of people leave. Um, but if there's sun, the campground should be good. As far as the stores in Victoria Beach and Albert Beach, people are going to be coming by. They want to they want to be with their family. Um, so I'm excited to see everyone. We also have our family karaoke um, on Saturday night here at Safi's on the decks. We do a lot of fun activities free of charge for the community and um so it's just one of our activities we're doing yeah we're getting some texts about um your your entertainment and everything else you do you're not just a store and and maybe we should highlight that too because if people are looking for something to do it's always something fun as well as maybe grabbing a snack Uh, you do a great job out there so uh congratulations on that right before we let you go lise is there anything you need like are you still hiring or is it too late in the season or um i think we're, we're fairly good right now um I know, like, right now we have, you know, some of the staff are leaving 
for university, and, you know, so it's going to start slowing down. Um, but, no, if anybody's looking for a job for next summer, uh, if they contact me in December, that's when I start. And if it's any student that applies, I interview every student that applies in December and January because I kind of feel it's, it's you know, the first interviews and it's a way for them to learn how to present themselves. Um, so, um, yeah, if anybody's interested in a job for next summer, we love getting new people. I so appreciate you coming on because you're doing much more than just running a business and even helping um, the younger people with that in their first interview and stuff. So December, January is where you look to maybe apply for this for for the following summer. Great stuff, Lise. Really appreciate all the insight and sharing your time. Uh, all the best this weekend. All right. Thank you. Lise, Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Lise Barassa with some insight there and, and, and not as... Um, struggling as some businesses, but still the challenges of staffing and everything else. But good for them. And, and if you want to, by all means, stop by. Uh, their store, Safi's, is the general store at Albert Beach. And right across the street is a creepery and grill. Uh, open mic night, as I said, and also the Victoria Beach store and bakery there.